Hi, this is Ben Lindbergh. And Jessica Clemens. And we are the hosts of Button Mash, the Ringer's video game podcast on the Ringerverse feed. We are in the midst of the biggest blockbuster gaming month either of us can recall. We're talking about Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Bros., Alan Wake, Five Nights at Freddy's, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Woo! We will have our hands full. You can have your ears full with us talking about these wonderful video games on the Ringerverse feed weekly throughout this month on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian's software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new champion. But I'm better than you, and you know it. D M D. Acknowledge me. Well, ding dong, hello. Embrace the vision, and we want the smoke. Lately, he just hasn't been very oozy. Heard worldwide. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Wednesday Worldwide. Worldwide? A proud member of the faction known as The Ringer Wrestling Show. My name is Ben Cruz, and I'm a producer here at The Ringer. And with me, as always, my tag team partners, senior editor at TheRinger.com, Cal Davenport, and of course, the super producer here at The Ringer, Mr. Brian H. Waters. You guys, we, we need to take a moment to celebrate because we did it. We helped bring Yeet back. <laughs> um, we, applause, applause. we thought it was dead. Yeah, Brian put, put some applause in here, some applause, applause after effects, uh, a siren, I don't care. But we, there it is. We thought it was dead and gone on last week's show. We had uh, almost, you know, a funeral for, for Yeet right. on the show. And before we knew it, it was back and better than ever. Uh, Jay Uso's shirt just unblurred for the world to see on Raw. Right, I love. How it. happy were you guys that it's back, and how happy are you that it's oh, back? I think um, I I forget who po- shouts out to whoever posted it on Twitter. There was like twenty minutes after because I guess Jay had a live show and he, he or he had the shirt on on his Instagram story and just write it's back. And I took a screenshot of it because I was so happy to see. Like I don't normally do that with IG stories, but I had to because we were ju- we just talking about it all week. The blur and then all the conversation, the hope. That because I think the the one piece of information that I learned after we recorded was that uh, uh, the the wrestler who had the trademark is yeah. his application had been suspended since like October of 2022 or something like that, and I think a lot of it was for 
uh, I believe it wasn't didn't have all the proper information needed to make the trademark uh, effective. So it sounded like WWE was kind of just had waiting for that period to uh, bring the heat back. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, first of all, shout out to my guy, Miles, who's a who's a big listener to the show. Uh, been one of my friends for for years. <laughs> he mm. DM'd me. Uh, it was like the day after our show dropped and said, hey, it's still for sale on the WWE Euro shop. <laughs> so he nice. sent me the nice. link and I added it to the cart and was trying to check out. And for whatever reason, it wouldn't let me do it. Right. A little happy that it didn't go through because it was a little bit more expensive than what right. it is on the US <laughs> site, plus shipping. But I was ready to pay it because I was I I needed the Yeet collectible if <laughs> yeah. that was it. Uh, so shout out to Miles who who actually did order the shirt and DM'd me right after we found out that it was back, and said I I have to find a way to cancel this. So Miles, <laughs> we hope your order got canceled and you can just buy it uh, on the normal U.S. site. But Yeet is back, guys. I, I think we've all got to get a Yeet shirt uh, just for I'm for the show, just to have on the show. We don't have to, you know. Just the, some uniformity for the show would be yeah. good. A little, and get a little movement. <laughs> yeah, we'll get Jay on. We'll, we'll tell him to wear a shirt. You know, just <laughs> just four dudes wearing Yeet shirts. Do they sell <laughs> Yeet hoodies? I need a Yeet hoodie. It's still cold out. But oh, yes, I'm, I'm sure it's I'm, coming. Operation sure Yeet, coming, I am though. down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we say all that to say, Yeet, welcome back. Shout out to Jay Uso for uh, the, I, the fact that it's, this might be like the Jordan ones. Remember when the Jordan ones were banned uh, <laughs> when they first came out, and then that just made them even hotter. So I think that's what's going to happen with the Yeet movement now. It, it got that's taken funny. away from us. We saw the, how much we loved it, and now we need Yeet it. One, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> the a thing. They're going to have to make like an official Yeet T-shirt now because now right. those old ones have to be. Uh, you, you you can't even rock those anymore. That was mm. before we got the the, the okay from uh, the NBA. For the, or the yeah, WWE, from will. WWE, just a yeet with an X across of it. Right. Oh, oh boy, we're we're cooking oh, with gas turn. over here. That, well, that's, that's right. The, that's, that's right. Go, oh, right. that's Jimmy's shirt. At oh, that's Jimmy's shirt. No yeet. Yeah. No, that's the no yeet tees. I need. That's, now, the, that's the thing. Now that they, they, it seems like they have yeet all in order. We need some no yeet t-shirts as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We we need it all. We're in on anything yeet. Yeet apparel. <laughs> Philly so, Ke- Kelly Green No Yeet T-shirt. Somebody work on <laughs> it right now, now. Now you lost me with the Kelly Green, but maybe I'm sorry. No, you know, never I, saw I, the I, hype of it, and I know I'm about to I've get never been to a superstore, and uh, when we went into that superstore, the bloodline was so thick they had their own area. It was Roman, right. it was the bloodline, yeah. and then it was all the other T-shirts. I'm gonna need a No Yeet. Kelly, because they they have to do the the city sports team. I I I'm, I may buy the sh- if you do a Kelly Green No Ye T shirt, I may have to buy that shirt just 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 off GP. If they do the regular green, the the one the Eagles wear now, I'm fine with that. But that Kelly Green, <laughs> I didn't grow up watching Randall Cunningham. By the time I oh, was wow. watching him, he was already with the uh, Vikings. So I like That's that Randall. Black athletes. But, <laughs> yeah, but the the think like. Being in the audience, you know how we was last year, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, half of the ringer crew being yeet and half of the ringer crew no yeet. Just how <laughs> no cool the aesthetics that would be. And then you know there's gonna be kids around and stuff. I think that's that's the move right there. Wait, 
I'm sorry, Ben. The 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 little kid that was sitting behind this night too. That kid that knew he basically booked the whole show. I I, I hope. I wonder if they're going to be in Philly. Do they no, live I was, in I, California? I, I was thinking you think about talking about Zach, who was a, next to us uh, night one. That's what I thought you were talking about because he was also oh, the there little booking. kid. Yeah, I got yeah, yeah, yeah. he because he had t- his I, little brother and his sister and his father. He was one talking. He was talking mad shit to Brian. He was. The whole time. The whole, the the whole time. Like, nah, Brian, you're wrong. You're, 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 yeah. you, you don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you. They, they left They left before the match ended, before uh, the Usos lost, right? They were out the building. No, no, they were still there. But it was they, like, as soon as, like, as soon as the three count, they was out. I feel but like I, I looked over and I saw everybody with their arms up and I looked over and he had them with in his hands walking out <laughs> yeah. the building like, we're going to beat this traffic out of this place because it's a, a nightmare with those kids. Oh, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I mean, I don't blame him for leaving early. That that SoFi exit was uh, night one was brutal. It was brutal. Uh, <laughs> night two, we we figured it out a little bit. Night one was was something else. I, I, the Kelly Green shirt, Cal. Uh, like as, <laughs> as, as, a, as a Niners fan, who we, we just hey. we have a thing with the Eagles right now. You know hey, what I mean? F- I don't know Philly's if I can do right it. There. I've, I've, I, yeah, you for you that that might have to be a thing. I'm, I'm with right it. There. I support you. I support you in your in your color choices. It's right there. All right, let's kick things off the right way with some high spot headlines, and you know the deal. I'm going to read out some of the most interesting headlines of the week in the world of professional wrestling. Whoever wants to tag in and let their thoughts fly, let it fly. First up, CM Punk's long-term goal is to succeed Shawn Michaels in NXT, and this is a a claim, this is a report, so you know Punk himself hasn't put this out there, but... On the heels of Punk making the rounds, showing up at Deadline, you know, saying all the right things, taking a selfie with HBK, I I guess this makes sense that this would this planted thought would finally come out. Uh, I okay, I'm gonna toss it to Cal first because I want to know, could you see? CM Punk in the Shawn Michaels chair in the formerly Triple H chair building up the next generation of WWE's future I mean yeah kinda I mean I think realistically he probably could be if if there's people who have been around for a certain amount of time um, have some I mean I like him or, or hate him, CM Punk knows how to make a story. And when I'm, I'm talking specifically about sure. pro wrestling, thinking about the summer of Punk in WWE when he literally won the WWE title that he then left the building with because he was not under contract. Like, I, I think he he's got a brain for uh, booking and, and, and storytelling that I think um, may, may work well in an NXT. Um, I don't, I still right now don't a hundred percent believe him when he talks a lot of that stuff. Like I, like I understand that, you know, he's, he's going to at some point probably have a t-shirt that says I'm home or, you know, I love, I love being (laughs) home or whatever the case may be. But I mean, a lot of it feels like talk and I, I just like I've said in on past shows, I remember the talk that he had in AEW, and this was part of it. Was specifically wanting to wrestle. He, one, I think, one of the first people he started talking about wrestling was Darby Allen, and he had a lot of matches with these younger cats. But I don't know if 
I see him being the Shawn Michaels guy, developing a Carmelo Hayes, knowing to kind of hold somebody in the developmental stages to build them up more before pushing them out. I don't know if he's, he's not really been tested in that area. And I don't know if that's because people don't really believe him to be tested in that area or need to be tested because he's seemingly been so focused on himself. So I'm not saying it can't happen again. I, I was one of the people that didn't think he was going to be back in WWE, but sure. um, right now, I don't know if I see him doing what Shawn Michaels has been able to do with NXT currently. Brian, when, when, you, when you picture CM Punk in the future, in, the, in this hypothetical what-if MCU universe, uh, does it excite you? Is it believable? Like, what, what are your feelings on it? That's believable. Uh, when I sit back and I think, Cal, you said something that was huge is the fact that he hasn't been tested in this area yet. But if you would have said this about Shawn Michaels in 2002, and I'm going to compare him to 2002 Shawn Michaels versus mm-hmm. 1997 Shawn Michaels, it, right. it would have sure. been the same thing. Like, oh, okay, have you really changed? You back, you know, the pants are still tight. They're not loose yet. We all know because of knee injury, but when you think about <laughs> born again Shawn Michaels, you think about loose pants Shawn Michaels. So, yeah. Um, boot cuts. Yeah, boot cuts. There you go. <laughs> boot cuts. So <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm like, I can see it. Uh, one of the things Seth Rollins said in that promo that really hit was, this is your last chance. And you talk about a promo that felt so real, but mm-hmm. then, you know, especially when he said, don't you ever <laughs> so it was kind of like when you get in trouble and you did that one thing and your mother said, don't you ever do that again. Speaking through her teeth. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I really can see this because you think about what he's done. You think about heels and his mm-hmm. contributions there. You know, he looked like a happy punk. You think about even the beginning days of AEW. And I think we would have gotten what this rumor is saying he was going to do had there been some more structure. So Mm. I could see him working with Shawn Michaels, honestly, probably within the next three years. I think we get like a run, maybe two one to two years, maybe a world title, maybe not, but just to kind of like get that old punk stink off of him, you know? Because you also look like he said, he mentioned Indy Hartwell. We saw him with Corey Jade and Roxanne as they deemed him and AJ Lee's children. And you see that this generation, we're going from, as far as wrestlers, where the Carmelo Hayes was the was idolizing Shawn Michaels and Triple H, we're now, as we're getting younger, going to the people that's idolized CM Punk. So with that being said, I think he can connect with them. And you brought up the Summer of Punk. I was looking at the Best in the World documentary. I've been kind uh-huh. of on a punk um, rabbit hole a little bit. And I saw, like, the storyline he did with ROH, you know, Mm -hmm. with uh, him Mm -hmm. and Samoa Joe, and then him signing the contract, the WWE contract on the ROH title. So he does have a mind for this, like you said. So I could see him kind of developing those superstars. Because if we really think about it, the reason why he isn't in AEW right now is because he wanted to prevent one wrestler from using real class. And that is protecting the future of the business. That's so facts. I could definitely see him doing this. That's a great point. Yeah, great point. I mean, no, it is. So, okay, 
from a big picture perspective, you're right, Brian. He, mm-hmm. That whole situation with, with Jack Perry was about protecting the business, protecting Jack Perry. Yes. The way he went about it, though, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, in terms of the way he decided to go about this conflict resolution, mm-hmm. it doesn't give me exactly the feel of of hope for for someone who could lead NXT. And look, mm-hmm. maybe that comes with with time and, and maturity, but also this dude's 45, right? So when all this happened, he's still a grown-ass man. <laughs> right? right? Like it, all brawl out, the Jack Perry situation. So look, does he need to get maybe to 50 to to for us to maybe fully believe that he could lead an entire brand and trust him with the future of WWE? <laughs> sure. I, I'm open to that. I really, really am. How long is he wrestling between now and 50? Right. He's, he, so, he's on... Because I don't know if but, I could do that. The, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a whole... I, I think that's a whole separate... That's a whole... <laughs> that's a whole <laughs> other conversation. But... Once we it, get past Mania, we'll see where we got to reevaluate I, right. where we're at. We're still in the honeymoon period, right? We're like, hey, Punk's right. back. Uh, I, I mean, at least at least most people. And right. look, I think I think the the one thing that that, that I, I kind of got from that Seth Punk promo on Raw on Monday was, I mean, Seth doesn't trust this dude. Right. And look, who can blame him, right? Everything Seth said was true. Every, a lot of what Punk says is true uh, in terms of kind of, you know, what he had to deal with when he was here the first time, when he was in WWE the first time. Right. But like, the thing I question most with Punk is how how much do you love wrestling? Because again, mm. look, we we can look back at all all the the Punk highlights, right? His his days in ROH, you know, the pipe bomb, all of these moments that kind of that are wrestling part of wrestling lore at this mm-hmm. point and, and wrestling legend. This dude also left yes. for a really long time. And just at every single moment that he could, like Seth said, just, I mean, I guess most of it was targeted at WWE. He just tried to tear that shit down and, and just talk shit about it, which again, is his prerogative. That's his experience, right? I'm not, right. I'm not here to question, you know, whether or not he had a good experience, but man, again, he, the way he stayed away from it, where even like someone, let's take the rock, for example, right? This dude, the rock was in professional wrestling a, a shorter amount of time than punk was right. but like he always showed love he always came back he always did his thing and i got obviously their experiences were very very different my thing with punk was just like even when he came back to do that fox show i don't it, he didn't really seem to enjoy it no, <laughs> you know he was just no. like he was and it, he was very to, removed it was a it was a fox yeah. deal to do that show he didn't really interact with anything else wwe when right. he, after being on there so yeah it was it, it but i think that's why it feels different i mean i for as much as it, it pains me to hear him say i'm i'm home and welcome home like he's kind of acting he's doing more right now in this uh this honeymoon phase, I think you called it, than I think he was doing on screen in AW two years ago. He was sure, sure, sure. That sure, was sure. his return, and I, and part of it maybe because he's already made his return. He's already done the dance in the ring, but um, 
and may, maybe it's just because, you know, the homegirl Cora Jade came back and they were able to have that moment. And we got to see that that photo from back in the day with her with braces on, t- posing mm-hmm. with Punk. And now him actually like pulling her to the side and being like, yo, take a second. Think about where you're at right now. Think about where you can go. You know, you you got this and be proud of yourself or whatever. Like, I think that to the overarching conversation i think those are the pros but ben like you said he this this man left less than 10 years ago he beat up somebody he probably could be tutoring months ago there's a reason why he got let go from the place he was just at months ago so i i think it's it may be it looks good right now and i think maybe once we get out of this honeymoon phase that's what i'm saying I'm going to say it right now, December 13th, 2023. That man is winning the Royal Rumble and he is no, challenging right. Seth you Rollins. You dropped this in the group chat. <laughs> night one for the, the for that main event of night one in Mania in Philly. This is, if you watched that promo and you thought something else was going to happen, I don't know what to tell you, but I saw it before then and that promo confirmed it. So once we get past this program and whatever happens after Mania, then, especially if he's champion, if he's got that championship on his shoulder, then we're going to really see how he's going to be able to lead the future and and and, and lead WWE in this era. Because that's going to be, that may be the biggest test than anything that, he's done in the last couple that, of years. That brings me, I got to ask y'all this question. Uh, one of the things that was discussed on The Masked Man earlier this week that people may know, is there a chance that this story could push Roman Reigns to main event night one and Punk and Seth can main event me too. Oh boy! I mean, if, if if that's if that's what's happening right now, what 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 have we been doing the last year? <laughs> I that's I my question. I I also don't know if like CM Punk returning is big. Mm-hmm. Sure, CM Punk. You change plans is, for that? I get it. T- Ten years after making his return, winning the Royal Rumble, the pay per view after he the, the, he left ten years earlier, that was the last one they'd been. In. I I get it. Mm-hmm. Is CM Punk versus Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Title going to be greater than sign Roman Reigns Cody Rhodes two with Cody trying to finish the story? I'm not sure. At the 40th WrestleMania, I'm not sure. Now, that, with- that that. Pencil no, this in. What are you going to say, Brian? Pencil this in. Uh, uh, just for the sake of this conversation, Cody's not going to win. He's not going to finish the story. If you know that in your back pocket, right, do you not allow that to be the last taste in wrestling fans' mouth and therefore give them a crazy story with Punk and... Rollins, because you think about WrestleMania 35, right? Uh-huh. Around that December and Royal Rumble, did we think that would be the first WrestleMania? Even when Ronda Rousey, did we right. think that would be the first time women main evented? No, I feel you. You know, we kind of felt, feel okay, Brock, and we we kind of knew it, Seth was headed there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kofi yeah, yeah. Kingston took Storm right before the Elimination Chamber, leading us into Kofi Mania. But right. that was the year. I understand Roman is a bigger star, but is there a slight chance that that needle could be moved and we get Punk Rollins closing the show? 
I, I think there's a slight chance. I think there's a slight chance, but I will say this, and I would need to go back over the last couple of years and really look at how they booked night one and night two. Night one feels more like the night where, for lack of a better term, the shit y'all want to happen can happen. Y'all want Sami Zayn to, to main point. event a pay-per-view and that's win a, a title? Point. Bet. Night one, that's going to happen. Night two... When we said then we were there last year, WrestleMania 39, night one and night two. Night one felt very progressive for lack of a better term. Night two felt very traditional. I say all that to say if they're gonna book CM Punk making his grand return 10 years later to get that main event match that he's been looking for at WrestleMania and win, mm-hmm. that's happening night one. Night two, we're gonna you, you're gonna have to remember. We're still in the Roman Reigns era. All of this is happening under the umbrella of the bloodline. And at the end of the day, CM Punk could do something or CM Punk could want to leave the night after WrestleMania. (laughs) I I think that's the one thing that we have to, you can't, you can only bang so much because you never, he's, he's, he can be volatile. Again, we, we know why he left the, why he got terminated from the last contract. Mm -hmm. So I, I think, and I'm not saying that's in their back pocket, but I do think that night two feels more like the traditional night. And if, if you, if you're going to place your bets and want to go with what you think is going to normally happen on a WWE card, Cody Rhodes may not be walking out of Philly with that title. Oh boy. We just, we just, <laughs> although I'm sorry, Ben. No, it's fine. But you, you potentially fantasy booking Punk leaving the company right after WrestleMania is all sorts of hilarious to me. Just Hell thought of like this whole anything, can and happen. then it refroze over, and then it refroze. <laughs> so it's uh, it's all, all good points. Uh, but look, we 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 we've got to move on. That was that was yes. <laughs> we we yes. went deep on the Punk down the Punk rabbit hole. But I'm sure this won't be the last time, but we'll see. I, I'm not fully there to kind of give him the keys to, to NXT yet. But hey, man, we can we can all grow and change. We'll, we'll see what, what Punk looks like in a couple of years. Next up on High Spot Headlines, AJ Styles' return is, quote, imminent. Now, this, this was interesting to me because the, the roster, the main roster in WWE seems deeper than ever almost. Obviously, with Punk coming back, Cody in the mix... You know, Judgment Day doing their thing. And AJ, you know, from from reading these reports, he's been ready to come back for a couple weeks now. And, you know, it's just a matter of creative finding him whatever is next. So I wanted to toss it to you guys. And Brian, I'll start with you. Where, where do we put AJ Styles? He's, he's still one of the best wrestlers in the entire world. And it, it just feels, it feels weird that, you know, this might be the first time in WWE where it's I, I, I'm genuinely questioning where to put him on the card. Do you have any ideas on, on what we could do with AJ? Yeah, there's there's solid fuse right there with Bobby Lashley. Um, you know, you look at I believe they, you know, mixed it up in one of the United States title tournaments. Yeah. So you can always do that. That way you involve the bullet club, excuse me, the club. <laughs> so <laughs> Don't get yeeted. Right. Yeah, don't get yeeted. <laughs> you, you, you can easily do that. And that kind of gives the street profit, you know, so street profit some more um, dirt on their hands, you know, working with another veteran tag team as they right. transition from one style to another. Uh, then there's also LA Knight. You know, you can go to the history there with uh, TNA and everything. And, you know, both of their rise to the top and, you know, they're 
essentially being latecomers to the WWE, you know you're going to get good matches. And I think AJ Styles can kind of help get LA Knight to another level as far as the mainstream storytelling. Because if we're being honest, he's cooled off since he hasn't been in the ring with Roman. Yeah, he's getting the pops, but he's not like Mm -hmm. a focal point of the story. Now, I know we've been immersed in Punk and Orton, so I'm interested to see. But I think AJ Styles can be the guy to kind of bring him back to the forefront as one of those main stories on SmackDown. So those are the two. Uh, Obviously, you got Grayson Waller, you got Austin Theory, uh, but I I think you really put him with LA Knight or um, Bobby Lashley. The best thing about AJ Styles is he can be either heel or face. Yeah. 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 That's true. Cal, what are you thinking? I was actually just looking. Uh, I was trying to see. They've only had two solo matches. The one was a United States when when Bobby was U.S. champion, and then they had a match during the uh, the AJ beat Bobby in the uh, World Heavyweight Title Tournament yeah. earlier this year. Um, but I think that's that. I want to say it was the Bloodline that took AJ Styles out. Um, I don't know if he should return. I mean, he could return and gun for them, but I also feel like that's what Randy's doing right now. Um, but Bring back AJ, bring back the, the the club, have them go up against Bobby and the Street Profits. I mean, I think that it's it's the numbers make sense. Um, I think AJ's problem is like a Finn Balor, he's probably too good for this division. Like he he's very good, but he's not gonna be world champion tomorrow. He's and he's already done, he's had all that hardware at this point. Like you, there's really no there's no reason for him to be seriously vying for a world title at this point, but you could put him in a match with Roman Reigns tomorrow and it'll be a banger. Like, you know, it's just, he's, he's, he, but you need hands like that. The problem is, is that it's kind of just maybe uh, plateaued. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's not much, unless there's, unless they see it in AJ, like they see it in Randy and they want to give him another run, like a glorious world title run. I think AJ can do that. But right now, throw the OC up against the the, the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley and, and let them cook for a bit. I'm with that. I mean, I think that would give more direction also to where Lashley and the Profits are because mm-hmm. they've, they've kind of, it feels like they've been flip-flopping a little bit in terms of the heel face thing. But yeah. how about this? Because again, I, if you're right, Cal, in that when you think about AJ in terms of his what his ceiling is right now, it's probably U.S. champ, right? If he's on or or Intercontinental champion, it's one of these mid card right. titles, and this might be sacrilege, but would there be any? Would it be useful to maybe send him down to NXT, dabble in there for a little bit, and put some people over? Right, because if we're gonna you, if we're gonna make the best use of him and maybe raise his ceiling again, could it be sending him to Tuesday nights just just for a couple weeks, just to, just to dabble a little bit, maybe in the NXT title picture? Woo. I was like, gonna yeah, say him and Dragonov would be a monster match. <laughs> like, I, who's not I, watching I, that? I think you could have the OC pull like a judgment day, go, being able to Wednesday or Tuesday nights being on NXT and then Friday nights, you know, mixing it up with SmackDown as well. I don't think I, that doesn't sound crazy, uh, but I would say it, it may need to be longer than a couple weeks because if AJ Styles is going to be down there, AJ Styles may need to be your eight your I was going to say AW, he may need to be your NXT champion. I think mm-hmm. that 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 would prop that would be a great spot for him, probably more so than some of these. Uh, 
uh, veteran stars in, in WWE. If he's going to go down there and really mix it up, let him and Dragunov really get in there and have one of one of those glorious matches that you, you're already salivating for. Have him and Carmelo mix it up for, for 20 minutes in the ring. I think there's a lot of work he could do down there with that. If he wants to, I don't. It, I, that may be the other sure. thing. I don't know what where his brain's at with his career right now, but that would be a great use of his talents. I mean, the travel schedule would be also better for him because he lives in Georgia, right? Like, I think that's where he resides I believe, with the fam. Yeah, that Georgia to Florida travel a little bit yeah. easier. Facts. Facts. <laughs> so uh, I think I think it could be done, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see AJ back. But again, I think the the rosters is as deep as it's ever been, and yeah. you know, there's just other people right now who I'd rather see, which is. Weird to say because I, that feels like a slight at AJ, and I, I don't want to do that at all because I think he's fantastic. But it's just kind of again, he's as Brian said, he's cooled off in terms of where he's been, right? So right. it's going to be interesting to see where they where they slot him upon his return. But you know, I I threw the NXT thing out there just to see if it would stick, just to see if you would uh, <laughs> you would both tar and feather me. But yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I think we I, I think like I might have talked myself into it <laughs> so i'm glad you guys didn't hate it uh all right last one here on high spot headlines i got this one for cal specifically i dug deep into the wrestling internet's headlines jake paul says i'm down to challenge logan paul for the united states championship now cal uh i know this is your dream match i know you fantasy put this in the group in the group chats that i'll publish later but uh does, is there any part of this headline that you would buy into that you would that you would tune in for? Uh, because look, man, what what Logan's done for the U.S. title has been has been pretty has been pretty big, I'd say. So to have his brother in the mix there, I, I think wouldn't be bad. But I, I'm gonna toss it to you first. All right. Well, I'll, all right. I'll I'll back this up and say that I I do I think I'll even do you one better. What him and his brother have been able to do in terms of highlighting the sport of boxing has been interesting. I don't say I like it sure. because like many things, they're only going to be challenging a certain caliber of boxer. And right, if, that, right, right. if that boxer is a certain age or under, they're not going to fight him at all. So um, I think them like the biggest part of those fights just like the biggest part of a lot of boxing matches were the build up were the 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 confrontations at press conferences and the tweets and 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 the stuff said on YouTube and Instagram lives and things like that so i think if the paul brothers are want to do a paul versus paul at say right, it, say it. If, if Jake Paul versus Logan Paul for the United States title at WrestleMania 40. I can see that happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, and I can see it. the the buildup being very, very much what it's going to it's going to feel just as big as some of these other matches because it's the two of them. But I will tell you this. If I'm in the arena at <laughs> WrestleMania 40 and on that card is Jake Paul versus Logan Paul. And if you're looking for my reaction during the match and you don't see me, yes, I went to the bathroom. I don't know where the bathroom is. I, it may have been across the street from the arena. I went to find it and I will be back for the, cause I, I do not want to see, I, I, 
Logan Paul is doing well as a pro wrestler. He's doing enough in matches where I'm like, yeah, I can understand why people want to see that spectacle. Jake Paul boxes. I don't like. I don't. I don't know if he's going to be able to do with his brother. Like, you're not going to be getting. Uh, you're not going to be getting two white guys doing lucha for 15 minutes in this <laughs> WrestleMania match. His brother's going to be swinging, and at some point, Logan's going to do a, a, a leapfrog. Like, I you. I have to be realistic about what the actual match is going to be. And I do not in any way want to see that, but I, I sure y'all enjoy it. it one time. <laughs> no, I don't want to see I, this better not get. You got one time to get this off. You better get it right. Cause I don't want to see this at backlash. <laughs> I don't want to see a, a SummerSlam y'all tagging against somebody. No, no one and done. That's fair. I, so I think, <laughs> I think we got to save the brothers matchup at WrestleMania for the Usos. I think that's coming. Yeah. And look, yes. to your point, we don't know if Jake Paul can wrestle, right? We know he can, he can, he can market the hell out of himself yes. and, you know, shout yes. out, shout out to what, you know, he's been able to do on that front. But y- you're right. Mania probably too soon. Probably need to get, he's getting ring shape. You know, you don't want to see this dude blow up in his first match on, on such a big stage. So I I, I, and, I do and, I promise you I do not care. He could blow up, he can <laughs> implode, he could hide under the ring for the whole time. I do not care. He said that's just me, dog last year. That's right. That's just that's just me. Good is the city of brotherly love. No, know? it makes oh, sense. So. It all makes sense. <laughs> okay. All right. We just have you like get, all brothers, all brothers matchups. Open night one with brothers, open night two with brothers. But you know what? Again, that even more in emphasizes the one and done. Because you are there any other cities across these fifty states that are the city of brotherly love? If not, you can <laughs> you you got this one shot. <laughs> you got one shot. <laughs> oh Shoot. man, Brian, are you are you at all open to this? And will you be recording Cal's reaction when he leaves our seats uh, at Mania Forty when this <laughs> yeah. match comes on? Definitely will record Cal's reaction. That'd be great TikTok content. Um, <laughs> How I went to the bathroom doing Logan Paul versus Jake Paul. <laughs> oh no, I, I I feel like it wouldn't even he wouldn't even lie to us. You just see like one of the Paul's music Paul brothers music hit and Cal's just gonna get his shit and I'll, walk I'll up the back. stairs. I'll, I'll be back in twenty minutes. Yeah. I'll be back. I'll be back. Oh man, but no, I, I don't need to see this match. Um, you know, it's definitely not a WrestleMania because you gotta have a, a veteran in there to call it. If granted they brothers and they probably wrestle with each other when they're pillows and stuff, but you know, <laughs> y'all do that to yourselves at a match in your backyard. Do it, do it 24-7 style. Um, have Film the it. match somewhere else. And yeah. you know, because we we was able to pay one of the referees to come out here and we put in a contract, you know, do it there. We we don't need to see that. Y'all had that moment. Uh save the spot for somebody else. If you know, mm. the, the only person I want to see Logan Paul face, if it ain't LA Knight, is Bad Bunny. That's who I want to see him face. At That's fair. I knew it. You know, but I, I don't need to see Jake Paul nowhere near a WWE ring at all. Yeah. Okay. Both of you, you are out on the Jake Paul. Uh, I mean, I'm not clamoring for it, mm-hmm. but I think it would be, it'd be interesting because again, they just draw in. It would be a draw, right? I would. Right. I might want to see the Paul brothers in a cinematic match. Where we can control just a lot of it, yeah, <laughs> and we, maybe we don't have to watch it live because, again, you're both right in that you know Logan. I think Logan's proved a point; like he can go. 
the Jake thing is a big, big question mark. And, and not to say that he couldn't get there or at least like hold his own against against Logan. But mm-hmm. I would just I would like to see it from a comedy standpoint of no, <laughs> they put together real. a Paul Brothers cinematic match where I don't know, maybe they're doing a live stream and it's no, just it, I, it, it's I, shot in that way. <laughs> you I know, think just you're right. Ham well, it I'll up. say this. Uh, I mean, th- we, this is probably the only time I'll be able to mention on the show, so I got to mention it. This Friday is Ring of Honor's final battle show, and on it, they're going to be having a, a Jay Briscoe Memorial uh, mm-hmm. fight without honor with uh, um, FTR and, and Mark Briscoe versus Blackpool Combat Club. And I bring that up because during the cinematic match era, the Briscoes, they faced each other in a fight on the farm. Mm-hmm. I'm. I've known about the Paul brothers so long that I knew when I remember them being Team Ten, the Team Ten Mansion or whatever. You get Jake Paul versus Logan Paul. They find whoever still owns the Team Ten Mansion, have the match <laughs> there, wrestle in the pool, jump off the steps or whatever, do it there, and then that's it. I don't want to see it no more. Your Paul brothers' knowledge is a lot deeper than you than you give off, Cal. No, I had no idea about any of that. I I'm very deep into YouTube, and I've I've known about the I've knew I was I've been pissed okay. off about the Paul brothers since my man was was filming uh, ridiculous stuff in, in on, on vacation back in the day. So yeah, it's, this uh, this uh, loathing of them is, it runs deep. All right, that's fair. That's fair. I, I'll pitch one more cinematic match <laughs> version. Is that they're on their Jake's on Logan's podcast, and the match just starts from there. That's that's probably better. I'm mm. I'm I'm in on anything podcast related. <laughs> so they, if this they, is the jumping off point, sign me up. Bu- they book an episode of Impulsive for WrestleMania, and it's it's <laughs> yeah. on the screen, but it turns yeah. into a whole match. Yeah, that's exactly. good. I like that. I'm with it. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're gonna we're gonna keep fancy booking the Paul Brothers matchup here, uh, and in the meantime, <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience—the formula for winning championships—is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube. 
car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on Cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. There it is. You heard the drop. It's time for They Said What? The three of us have listened to The Masked Man Show and Cheap Heat, as I'm sure all of you fine listeners have as well, because you're already subscribed to our wonderful feed here on The Ringer Wrestling Show. But we get to do something I'm sure you all wish you could do from time to time, and that's respond to a take dropped by the likes of the legendary David Shoemaker, Taz, Peter Rosenberg, Stack Guy, Greg, or Dip. But for today's edition, they said what? We're heading straight to the Wednesday Worldwide Hotline. We got a doozy. Hollywood, play the clip. Hey, Ben, Brian, Cal, John from Dallas. I uh, was ruminating this over the past couple of weeks. Ever since the punk return, I know uh, WWE has been at the forefront of the news cycle, but I just think it's very interesting timing with all the devil stuff that AEW uh, is doing and uh, and the, the placement of the Brian Danielson as head of the disciplinary committee uh, story that came out as well in conjunction with the punk return. I feel like we're leaning, starting to lean towards that devil reveal being Danielson. Um, AEW has suffered since Punk has gone in viewership, in attendance, just uh, reeling from several big returns over the last several months in WWE. But I just was curious to see y'all's thoughts on that. Take your temperature on it. Um, I will hang up and listen. Worldwide. Oh man! Nice. <laughs> that was good. Worldwide. It was, good. That was, it was like the uh, the appropriate worldwide. amount of eyes, you know, yes. in, in wide toward the end. We we've had some people do it, and it's there's a lot of whys. You can hear the whys uh, right. <laughs> in terms of how they spell it. But right. all right, Brian Danielson as the devil. Brian H. Waters. I'm going to toss it to you because again, mm-hmm. I, I, this is this is one of your favorites. Any, th- was there any part of you when this whole devil angle started that thought it might be him? And and if there was, are you good with it being him at the end of this? Um, I never thought about it would be him. I always just kind of assumed it would be Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. But I'm 100% in on I think Danielson may be the only person who can save this. Because at this point, I feel like it's save drag- it. Yeah, I feel like it's dragged Ooh. on too long. Mm. Um, if it wasn't paid off at full gear, but I think with all the assumptions that he's the ops and everything, he can play on this. We saw his heel work going into WrestleMania 35, which I think was like some of his best work because what we saw was Danielson, five years prior, most popular wrestler ever mm-hmm. or, of the time. Five years later, the biggest heel because 
everybody mm-hmm. wanted Kofi Mania. Right. And so the storytelling leading up to that, what I learned from him was he didn't take a cheap shot or cheap pops. I was paying very close attention to see if we mm-hmm. was going to get Triple H, Booker T, WrestleMania 19. That's, he didn't go there. No. So I can imagine that with this story, he could do it in a way that would essentially make AEW must-see television. So I, I hope, hope John is right. John, I, I actually, I wasn't thinking about that either, but I, I guess the more I think about it, the more it sounds like it makes sense. Um, only because I, the last time I remember seeing the devil, there were multiple devils swarming Samoa Joe outside the ring. Um, I've, I've not done a lot of studying. I don't remember how many there felt like there were four, um, if you wanted to say that they were the Blackpool combat, if one of them was a little wheeler, you would have running around there with a mask on or whatever. I, I could believe it. Um, it, again, it feels like they have the numbers or could get the numbers to do it. Um, but I, I saw MJF and Brian Danielson have their, their match. Right. And I, I've, I've seen Danielson lose a lot of these matches. So I think that may be my only thing. If this is what, um, MJF is going to be doing at Revolution. I'm fine with it. Him going against Brian Danielson again. I would love to see if this was Brian Danielson actually winning a world title because this may be the only time he wins a world title if, if he's planning on leaving. I, I could totally understand that if that's what they're trying to do. Um, but normally it's they would do all of this and then Danielson would lose again and MJF would keep going and I'd try and figure out what the point of all this was. So um, I'm not saying I'm not excited for this but i don't i i wonder if that's i like brian h waters feel like it was supposed to be some type of adam cole uh swerve not swerve strickland but adam cole swerve uh in their friendship with him actually being the person behind the devil stuff uh and that it still feels like that for me currently i'm almost kind of glad though that it, it let's say the shakes i actually like this better than mm-hmm. the Adam Cole version because yeah. I don't know the the Cole version felt a little too predictable in that you know he would he would be the devil so and, and look I, I think his injury has has you know caused a lot of audibles being called uh, back yeah. there which totally makes sense I mean even kind of what they've had to do with the, the ROH tag titles right they're just mm-hmm. kind of hanging you know there's like a cloud hanging over it so. Right. If it is Danielson, I think that's a pretty solid pivot, honestly, because you're right, Cal, in that, you know, am I that excited to see Danielson and MJF run it back? Nah. But <laughs> with the with the roles flipped, right? If Danielson's a heel mm-hmm. and MJF is kind of continuing on, you know, his his my or your scumbag uh run. That I'm kind of into to just to just see those roles reversed a little bit, uh, sure. and and that would be the difference, right? Like that would get you, you know, different promos being cut. That would get you a different style style of match and in, in how they would work it. So, nice. and I mean, MJF again. He I know he's been dealing with some injuries too, and, and mm-hmm. his, you know his his workload has had to be lightened as a result. But him getting to work Danielson again. Uh, I think I think they could put on a hell of a match, like yeah. it, it, with with the roles flipped. So 
that's where I'm really, really intrigued by this. And look, it still could be Cole. Right? <laughs> like at the end of this, it could it could still be uh, Adam Cole, and and you know right. we'll, we'll kind of have to go with that. But I, I think them leaning into Brian Danielson, be, you know, being the head of the disciplinary committee and being the devil, you know, I I'm kind. I think it would be funny. I think it'd be more I, funny than anything. That that's that I I the thing is is. When 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 my man John got to that part, that feels like timeline booking. Like to, the timeline will say sure. Shinsuke Nakamura did this move. That mm. means CM Punk is going to be here. No, he did a move, and there's other people that did the move, and it just so <laughs> happens that in the background, <laughs> CM Punk ended up like everything isn't always leading to the point that you think it's going to be. Right. So I, right. I I and I on the flip side, as much as Tony Khan doesn't talk about that stuff. He probably hates that this Brian Danielson being the head of the disciplinary committee situation is out there. That it's it's one of those things that ends up being a non-factor when we're talking about booking a pro wrestling show, unless that's the grand. They just started to book like that now, and not with anything that had anything to do with what's actually like. He's not talked about being a disciplinary person on TV, so it's going to be kind of hard to just infuse that and make it make sense. Because then what are we going to talk about? This guy who right. left the company about the situation where people fighting that we never talked about ever on TV. Like it's a it's a it's a hole that Tony Khan doesn't normally dig in. So I don't know. I'd be I'd be shocked if that's what was going on. I mean, if this is their counter to punk <laughs> to, to WWE Maybe. getting punk, that that would be he interesting. Did, punk did I'm not make saying that comment right, too. But- did did he make that reference to uh, the Jack Perry situation? He said uh, we shouldn't be fighting back. People should be fighting yeah. backstage or whatever. So <laughs> th- 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 that's a dart that they could have loaded if they wanted. Right. 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 Well, like, I, that was that was interesting. I, I hadn't really thought yeah. about it that fully yet. So I'm I'm kind of in on that. A big shout out to uh, to everyone who's left us a voicemail uh, with a, they said what takes. You know, we, we can't get to all of them every show, but we'll get to as many as we can. Uh, peep the description of the episode for the for the number to call in. Drop your take, and we'll we'll do our best to get them on the show. All right, and, and of course, you know, before we get out of here, let's hit on last night's NXT, tonight's upcoming Dynamite. We each pick the biggest thing that stood out to us from NXT. And we'll talk about one a little bit more in depth. Brian, kick things off for us. What was your biggest NXT takeaway? I'm Trick James. <laughs> that was fantastic. The, the whole things between Trick and Mellow and Dragonoff, uh, just watching Dragonoff like look so like, why would you blame me? How dare you, <laughs> Mellow? You know, you know better than I don't have nothing. I'm that is above me, you know, below me to do such a thing. So that whole aura of things, it's got me hyped. Okay, all right, Cal, what do you have? I, uh, it's, it's, uh, that, that's one A. One B is Cora Jade. Cora mm-hmm. Jade's promo at the beginning, telling y'all, mm-hmm. y'all bandwagoners, that you don't, <laughs> don't, don't be, don't be cheering for Cora Jade now just because she's back and y'all, y'all love her now. Where was y'all back when she was doing the same thing? She, she, Cora Jade ain't changed. Y'all just appreciating her now. So I'm, I'm glad she's back. That's my one B though. One, one A is the, uh, the segment at the end. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, Dude, Mello is so guilty. My guy stays an attack on himself. <laughs> the Mello was guilty chant at the end was insane. Oh, so funny. It, look, if, if this were Law & Order, as 
you know, like SVU or, or whatever. Benson and Stabler would have sniffed this dude out by now. He's, Early. This, 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 this man planned a fake attack on himself. He, just, he, was, he, was, he was grabbing his knee like the Peter Griffin meme, you know, from Family Guy. Just, ah, like, I, I was, come on. I was, getting, I was getting tweets. I, I posted it and, and someone re- responded with the image of SpongeBob punching himself in the face with the punching, <laughs> with the punching glove on. Like, like it, it's kind of, it, that's what it's giving. But nah, I mean, what'd he do? He, he beat himself. He Tanya Harding himself in the leg. Like, what are, what are we talking about here? Hey, man, it's, I'm not ruling it out because, again, <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't Lexus King. <laughs> Damn, we know that. We know Damn. that. It's, it's absolutely mellow, and I can't wait till, till this video comes out of one, him actually attacking Trick, and then two, attacking himself because it's it's that is going to be hilarious. It's 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 going to be so good. It's going to be great content. It's it's probably going to be released in reverse order. Mellow attacking himself first, and then him attacking <laughs> Trick. But in any case. The cha- as oh, the chant man. said, Mello is guilty. That's <laughs> and it's time we expose him. Uh, looking at tonight's AW Dynamite, winter is coming. That's the one thing you're looking forward to most. Cal, what do you got? Uh, I'm pro- uh, I may have to go Roosh Jay Lethal. The, the, I'm, I'm in mm. love with this tournament, and uh, Roosh Roosh is out there acting like he is. It's it's not a match. Like he tried. <laughs> him and Moxley was beating on each other last week, and I'm assuming Jay Lethal may get that treatment this week. Yeah, Roosh Roosh is getting into real fights. Monster <laughs> in, yeah. in 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 the ring. Brian, what do you have? Man, Devon Eriks. Returning mm. to Dallas. I've been mm-hmm. down this Vaughn Eric rabbit hole. Um, so to see that they're going to be in Dallas tonight, uh, I know AEW tend to mark out for the moments, but if there's yes. one, mm-hmm. it's the Vaughn Eric family. It's a good thing yeah. for Texas. There we go. There we go. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to Samoa Joe addressing the, uh, mm-hmm. the crowd here and the fans. Um, Samoa Joe on the mic is just always... It's always money, uh, and it, it's it's must see TV. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, to that. But guys, that is how you do Wednesday. <laughs> Be sure to check out our other Ringer Wrestling Show offerings because we are coming to you every single day of the week. We've got the Masked Man Show with David Shoemaker and Kaz on Mondays and Thursdays. We've got Cheap Heat on Tuesdays and Fridays with Peter Rosenberg, Stack Guy, Greg, and Dip. And you'll find Wednesday worldwide smack dab in the middle. And of course. Wednesdays and if you're not already be sure to follow us subscribe and hit us with those five star ratings here on the ringer wrestling show feed also very very excited about next week because it is officially iron claw week on the ringer wrestling show feed we've got interviews with the director Sean Durkin as well as some of the stars of the film including Zach Efron, Jeremy Allen White, uh, Chavo Guerrero Jr., and, and more. So stay tuned for that next week all over this feed. It's going to be fantastic. Cal, Brian, tell the people where they can find you on the socials. Oh, man, I cannot wait for Iron Claw Week. I'm at Cal on Twitter, at Cal Dub on Instagram and threads. But as always, it's not about me. Actually, I'm on TikTok as Cal Dub as well. But it ain't about where I'm at. Brian H. Waters, where are you and where can they find us? Uh, I'm at Brian H. Waters on X, Threads, Facebook, TikTok. Um, but most importantly, Ring of Wrestling. Find us on Twitter, X, Threads, and Instagram. Make sure you check it out. Engage with the content. 
Might have some more exclusives coming your way. Ooh, good tease. Good tease right there. Uh, but yeah, uh, you can follow me at Cruise Control, Control with a K, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Threads. But of course, it, it, that's so secondary to at Ringer Wrestling, Twitter, Threads, Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. Uh, thank you very much to Brian Hollywood Waters for producing this episode, making us sound better than we should. Gentlemen, thank you as always for the Graps chat. Everyone else, we will catch you next week. Worldwide.